It's the F-Plus 100th episode spectacular, and we're making it an extravaganza with the greatest ska tribute bands of all time. You'll hear blazing hot ska music from such legendary artists as Gwen Sascani, Scotter Dre, Damn Skankies, Tesca, Red Scott Chili Peppers, the Brian Jonestown Mascocker, uh, Gigi Scallon, Screamin' Jay Scockins. Jimmy. What? The, the, the ska bands? I don't think they're going to be there. What do you mean? What about Chicago, Jefferson Skaship, Bruno Scars, Belinda Scarlisle? No, none of them. They, they're all not real. I found out yesterday. Elvis Scostello? No. Aretha Skanklin? No, not even either of them, no. ZZ Scott? No, not even ZZ Scott, because they don't exist. Well, what am I going to do now? I'm a one-note joke. This is kind of my thing. Well, let's listen to some classic internet instead, then, I guess. Okay. Okay. Podcast, Terrible Things, Red with Enthusiasm. My name's Lemon. And I'm John. And welcome to our 100th episode. Woo. Yeah, yeah, 100 episodes. Woo. Despite the fact that we put out, I don't know, about 150 MP3 files with all the extras. <laughs> yeah. And we have more than 100 episodes out, but we just skipped 100. Because we, we skipped 100 so that we could come back and release our 100th episode. <laughs> when it comes when it comes between the actual counting and ceremony, ceremony, woo! <laughs> no, I am super excited about this. What, what do we got in store here, Lemon? Uh, this is going to be a bonanza. Um, oh, yes. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of readers, uh, a lot of material, and the general idea that we're having here is... Um, this is uh, a tribute to the internet of the past. Yes. So this is going to be pretty much like our uh, F Plus Live readings. Everybody's either chosen or something's been given to them, a selection of something from the past or just something so amazing uh, fairly recently that it's just you had to read it. And everybody's uh, got their own little section of the internet to read. And you've got... Oh, some of the best stuff in here. Just classic stuff. This is some of the first stuff I saw where I was just like, oh man, this internet's crazy. I better look into this. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, we've got Time Cube. We've got To the Ranting <laughs> Griffin. Uh, we've got Rat Porn Lady. We've, oh, yes. I don't know if she has a name. Rat Porn Lady? Uh, I think it's Lady Minerva Nightshade. Okay. Uh, we've got Oolalalalalalalalalia. Oh, it's actually it actually is pronounced Oolalalalalalia. Okay. Okay. I good. might I might be getting I might not be getting enough lilas in there, but yes, that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> uh, there's a whole bunch more. We are going to be hearing from Jack Chick, Isfahan, Bump Girl, Victor Laszlo, John himself, mm-hmm. uh, Ace Yakuwato, myself, Portax, Boots, 
Rain Gear, Stog, Nutshell Gulag, Bunny Bread, and Kumquat Zop. Yes, a cavalcade of internet reading stars here tonight on a very special spectacular. <laughs> I don't think there's any more introduction necessary, so half of our readers assemble! Woo! In the room tonight we have Bump Girl. Welcome to America! Have a Bible! Fart! Oops, sorry, God. <laughs> hey, Sierra Quattle! This is old Pfizer meat beef. My butter maker is broke. I need backup very fast. Jack Chick! <laughs> oh, look who is here! Suit Penis! <laughs> yes, fun. Do you like to dance party, fatty? Yes, but I am to fat some days. Then romance begins for ham. <laughs> John Toast! Look, I am bigger than England, fart. Poor Tex? <laughs> Ta-da! Someone did capture a whole net of butter. Who is the mystery butter hunter? <laughs> Victor Laszlo. Say goodbye to your hope of life at the most speed in the world. There is no escape from Hot Rod Beef Squad. And Lemon. You can tell they are retarded because they put the party hats on the dogs. I love restaurants. I love restaurants. I love restaurants. I will ride more Chris to restaurants. Love each other, 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 with me, Okay, uh, Jack Chick, Jack Chick, start us off here, what do you, what do you, what do you have? Alright, guys, so, um... What what I'm going to be reading is uh, my my personal favorite internet thing, which is a gentleman named Ulilia, who uh, mm -hmm. put together a very complicated uh, website and uh, makes a lot of YouTube videos. I highly recommend going to his uh, YouTube channel and watching all of his videos. He's busy. Uh, he's working as a game developer, so he's currently developing a game. He's talking you through all that. Sure. So, um, you know, his process and thought process of how, he, how he's doing it. So I'm going to start off by talking about uh, section 2.1.1 of his website, which oh, is boy. how to read oh. the website. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excellent. Um, I've had to go through, you have to go through four links to get there, just FYI. <laughs> you got to earn this website. So you have to click four times to learn how to use the website? Yes. Okay. <laughs> By the time you beat this boss, you're too strong to need anything, it drops on you. All right. How to read website, section 2.1.1. My website consists of four parts on all pages. Some areas have more than four, but these four are common on all pages. At the very top is an image, usually of no importance. The image is of importance when it is referenced to from within the main document you're reading. Not all pages have an image, but most do. Below the image is always a question or a statement which basically tells of the current content of the page in a logline sort of way. In the pages, since about late 2006, any updates to the page are listed above with the bigger uh, bigger updates, higher levels, being above everything. Uh, oh, also, each update has a level bit from 0 to 10 about how severe the update was. <laughs> oh. Background information. Oh, okay. I think he needs right. a color scale, severity yeah. of update. Uh, that comes later. <laughs> oh. 
The last update dated one is reserved for uh, massive updates, levels 8 and higher, where mm-hmm. roughly half of the document is modified. Levels 0 through 2 are very small updates and aren't really worth going over the page. 3 through 5 are moderate-sized, and rereading the area has changed is somewhat worth it. Levels 6 and 7 are large updates to a good chunk of the page and we would, would be worth rereading. Levels 8 <laughs> through 10 are massive updates, where the document has undergone a major rewrite, Sometimes a complete rewrite from scratch, which would be a level 10 update. Or oh, lots of content was changed and is definitely worth rereading the entire document. My site's main fa- FAQ explains this in greater detail and the approximate level 10 change. evacuate. Oh my goodness. The sphere grid for this website is moving, really Moving on to section 3.2. Uh, this is an example of the design of a category index or the sitemap. It's quite straightforward. We'll use X to denote the category, an imaginary oh, okay. one. X category, okay. X index. X.1, a category within this category. X.1.1, <laughs> first report within this category having multiple pages. X.1.1.1, first page of first report. X.1.1.1 section of the first page of the first report. Okay. And of course, x.1.1-1.1.1, section 1.1 of the first page of the first report. That just sounds like a like a distress signal. As though and I wouldn't <laughs> as though I wouldn't, you know, like like I've been I've been making websites for a couple of years. Like if I saw x.1.1-1.1, like I fucking know what that means. Yeah. He's just teaching us how outlines work at this point. <laughs> We're going to move on here and talk a little bit about his favorites. So first off, we're going to define the favorites. Okay. okay. Now, this the, the favorites page was last updated May 30th, 2007 uh, at 3.07 p.m., which was a level 10 update. Holy shit. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Let me break This up. is worth reading. Now, here are the definitions for the favorites, which I actually need to cover, or otherwise you won't understand what the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) These are my favorites for within each of 34 categories. The numbers in parentheses indicate compatibility, and there is a star to a footnote, which we will not be covering. Do note that there is a 10% logarithmic margin of error at best for these, and 20% is the typical. For favorites and dislikes, however, it's the other way around, where 10% is the most common. Items with a tilde before it indicate that the item has a 20 percent logarithmic margin of error instead a rating of 30 for example could mean it's somewhere from 27.3 to 33 for the tilde 30 it'd be coming from 25 to 36 mm-hmm. in general multiply and divide the number given by 1.1 or 1.2 for the tilde to oh. find the range so he works for, he works for pitchfork <laughs> really should really should i think he'd standardize pitchfork quite thoroughly Okay, okay, so what so are now, your favorites back. and dislikes? Yeah, well, so uh, like, let's let's cover something very basic, right? Okay. I like to. Uh, some people may know this. I used to work in food, so mm-hmm. uh, food is a meal. Okay, mm-hmm. like pizza, rating Ooh. of one eighty, tops my list okay. and is about the only <laughs> thing I eat. Cheese pizza is about the only type I eat. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> Hamburger helper is at a very distant second, tilde twenty. <laughs> When I shit, it is an emergency. <laughs> it is it's yeah, this monstrous offset that causes me to have little a interest 20, in so anything So that else. could be as high as a 24. If I've I like got the picture after he wrote the thing about Hamburger Helper. He, yells, he just yelled down, down the stairs, you hear that, Mom? Tilda 20. Stop it. <laughs> Dislike. Meat. Negative 150. Oh. 
Holy shit. There's nothing, or sorry, tilde. Uh, no, 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 just negative 150. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. nothing less liked than meat, any kind of meat. I haven't had a single piece of meat in over about two years. Other things include things that look rather scary, like a pineapple or a kiwi. <laughs> so, so he just likes the helper part of hamburger helper. He just likes noodles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. All right. Uh, what about his favorite color? Like hmm. greens and pure hues. The color 40C000 is my top <laughs> favorite color at around tilde 30. I usually don't have much of a preference to colors, but pure hues and medium greens are the highest. It's not a pure hue at all. That, that's no. dislikes. That's a muted green. Mm-hmm. Dislikes. Well, okay, sorry. D- dislikes. Anything highly gray or very bright. The color 709060. And I'm assuming you all just know the hex codes for these, right? I do. Well, now I do. Yeah, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is a much more gray version of my top favorite color, uh, tilde minus 15 at worst. Three quarter gray, 808080, and one quarter, the actual favorite color, gives the result. Anything with a brightness of at least 192 is also disliked. <laughs> that. <laughs> Whew. Fair that mind, is, if the color appears to be as bright on black yeah. with blue <laughs> accents. That, that is, if the color appears to be as bright or brighter than the color C zero C zero C zero, then there's a good chance I won't like the good color. To know. <laughs> good to now know. I'm going to bypass a lot of them because you know he talks about like he doesn't really watch movies, but he makes sure to list his favorite any- <laughs> favorites anyways. Yeah. Number thirty-two, <laughs> his favorite error Ooh. on a calculator. Okay. He prefers stack overflow with compatibility 15. Number overflow when the exponent or number is too big for the calculator to handle. And that's about an 8. Square root of a negative number, 7. Division by 0, 6. And the tangent of 90 degrees, 6. My top four favorites, the only things on the list. You mean the number? I like to think that number 8 is actually just a smiley. Dislikes. I have no dislikes here with negative 1.2 being the lowest. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, and then sure. finally, we'll go into uh, file extension or file type. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Dot SWF. Come on. Come on. Come on. Great, Let's put great, some money great. on this. Dot BMP is number one at 80. Oh, terrible. Damn it. Dot TGA oh. at 50. Okay. Oh, my God. Dot BAT at 50. All right. Yeah. He, really, he, really li- yeah. he really likes auto running DOS files. I guess. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Batch files <laughs> are yeah, they're awesome. files are fun to write. Yeah. Uh, .tx, they're t- old .txt school. is only around a tilde 20. I mean, hmm, okay. you know, it's not really that good. And and WAV files are like tilde 18. I mean, who really cares, right? Um, yeah. And his dislikes, nothing in particular is disliked, except if I can't open it. And in the case of Flash SWF, create it. God damn it. I saw uh, Wait, so does that mean I that know, does out. that mean like AutoCAD you can create AutoCAD files? I bet he Probably. Can. So, okay. um well, so so well, I was I, I also yeah. have his this guy's like I also have powered. So I also have his favorite uh, little letters of the alphabet picked out, but you should go read those yourself. We're going to we're going to move on to him talking about music. Okay. okay. Ooh. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good <Lord. laughs> All right. So at times, during my elementary school years, I went to music class. Although I don't recall the details that well, there were s- several things I recall well. Learning music notation, uh, and he describes stuff he learned. How to sing lyrics, the four types of instrument, uh, which he has string, wind, and probably percussion are the only three I recall, with the third having 70% certainty. The other things you may expect... <clears throat> 
Uh, one thing involved playing a simple instrument, a recorder, I believe it's called, with 95% certainty. <laughs> I very vaguely... <laughs> I very vaguely recall the details, but they often were a very light grayish yellow in color, something like E zero E zero D zero. Okay, so oh. so slightly more uh, red and green than blue. One song <laughs> involved a cat that died and got revived. Hmm? At the time, I was heavily involved. Uh, so so skipping on, he uh, talks about. Um, uh, Basically, he has this very unique way of listening to music, what he does, um, and so he describes the origin of that. Okay. <clears throat> At the time, I was heavily okay. involved with the Sega Genesis game sure. Bubsy in Claws Encounters of the Furred Kind. <laughs> A modern-day classic. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like we all were. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't recall whether it was Desert Zone or Out Where the Lake Is as being the first song I recorded, but for high certainty, it was one of those two. The third most likely candidate is Sluminda from Zelliard's Final Cavern series, the ones after the Fire Caverns. Desert Zone, at the time, was my top favorite song, and I once filled an entire 90-minute cassette with nothing but loops from this song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I made a mixtape. Nice. Well, it's not really mixtape. Now, going <laughs> any further... Tape. Going any further to talk about the music, we actually need to take a detour and talk about the uh, status system. By using this system, it is much easier to understand. The math is much faster to process, and it led to two very useful discoveries. One of which is that if the compatibility is doubled, you can stay in it for at most four times longer. This seems to be the case with me and music, and I even predicted something that seems rather crazy with remarkable accuracy. <laughs> On my MP3 player, I made a prediction that I'll make it just over a 100 days straight at ma the maximum from the same source when I was only 60 days in. And to explain, when he says source, what he does is he takes uh, music from video games right. and uh, plays it at back at different speeds okay. um, like you know he'll he'll slow it down by by 20% and play it back and then he'll make enormous loops of different uh, different of these speeds and he considers the original song or work to be the source and then everything else is different um, different <laughs> loops of this okay. of it okay oh, okay so. It's not, it's not the same song. It's not the Bubsy theme song. It's a slower Bubsy theme song. <laughs> Bubsy theme song X.1-1-1-1 yeah. plus yes. 50. Um, yeah, so uh, so when he was 60 days into listening to his source, he discovered that he would actually make, um, by, by calculating off of his, his uh, system of uh, compatibility, he was able to determine that um, he would make it about 100 days listening to uh, a set of loops from the same source, and he ended up making it for 107 days, as in he listened to nothing else but that track on uh, at different speeds for 107 days straight. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Um, okay, so I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, I'm sure the music from Bubsy is totally great. So. Oh, oh, wait, yeah, actually, hang on, hang on. I, I, oh, I have it in here somewhere. It's really good. Hang on, I have it in here somewhere. Yeah, here we go. Mozart. So, fucking Bubsy's in town. So here we go. That's actually uh, it's a video from him um, playing through Bubsy. Uh, the game I think takes about a half an hour for most people to play. Uh, he this is two and a half hours of video that he split into seventeen parts. Eleven of seventeen. <laughs> um, wow. So he also goes through. He has uh, he's given um, stats for. Uh, RPG stats um, for how people would interact with things in real life. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna divert to that real quick and just uh, mention strength, uh, which is abbreviated to SDR. Everything has its own um, STR uh, three letter acronym. 
mm-hmm. is how much you can lift in tenths of a kilogram. Um, okay. th- then we have ACY is accuracy. Accuracy of throwing objects in a non-moving target one meter in diameter from ten meters away measured in parts per thousand, often involving the symbol... Uh, where 1,000% or higher is perfect accuracy, assuming no evasion, the target doesn't move. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Magic, which is your power of using special abilities, especially spells, maxes out at 999,999,999 due to the risk of failure reaching zero at this point due to the formula. Mm. Does uh, Ulilia... So you can break the damage limit. no magicians, then? Um, Apparently... Um, let me see here. Then we have um, uh, SP, which is uh, spell power. That's the amount of energy available for use of special abilities, especially spell. <laughs> One unit of spell power is two gigajoules of energy, or about 555 and 5 ninths kilowatt hours. Oh my god. In case you were curious. Uh, yeah, and then, um, you know, there's also, of course, level, which is your overall level or how much experience you have. You gain levels by gaining experience. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so sure. uh, going back to um, going back to the to the music thing. Now that we've explained the compatibility a little bit, okay. um, we can talk about um, we, we can talk about um, sample rates, right? So he Yay. can re- record at any sample rate to fifty thousand, since Windat wouldn't let him go any higher. I could play back at any integral. Uh, integerical sample rate that in turn uh, allows for thousands of speeds. In fact, I now know that the wave file format in the area that I used to change the actual number of available speeds is four billion two hundred ninety four million nine hundred sixty seven thousand two hundred ninety six. However, sound cards are seemingly limited to about four million at the very highest. It plays back just fine at four, four million sample rate. It's like, come on, technology. Which, which is 80 the math times right here. speed, but it doesn't play back at 4,100,000 4, or 80 t- two times true speed, showing an error that there's not enough memory. Oh. Uh, and finally, uh, uh, just a description of, uh, uh, of, of Ula playing through a full game of Bubsy in Claws Encounter at full time. Of the third kind. This is just the description. A full game of Bubsy in Claws Encounters of the Third Kind, Sega Genesis version, is played. Although I have roughly 4,000 hours playtime for this particular game. I remember, I remember, I remember seeing that before. Almost all of, almost all of that is spent playing around rather than the playing the actual game in a normal way. One major thing I enjoy is the fact that some enemies, when gliding upon landing on them, allow for extreme height and great speed due to speed falling. While I normally pause the game a lot to perform these stunts, I avoid it as much as possible. The few times it does happen are purely accidental. Despite not pausing the game frequently, I rack up. T- <laughs> Tons of lives during the first nine levels, then remain about the same in the 60s throughout the other seven levels. There is a class six severe bug where if you pass something around 79 to 80 lives, the game essentially resets. You have no score, nine lives, and start at the beginning of the level. Because some of the levels are of little interest, I have more difficulties with these. The most familiar levels are one, all, two, first 1200 PX. Four, first seventy five percent, seven, all, eight, all, ten, first eighty percent especially, eleven somewhat trail out and uh, and thirteen first eighty (laughs) percent. 
My head's spinning. For the unfamiliar yeah. areas, I'm more prone that, to making I mean, mistakes and thus losing lives. The the producers of this game would have gotten wind of Ululia by now, right? Do they, One do, would do, hope. You, do you think that the producers of Bubsy feel somewhat responsible, or are they proud, or... I don't think the producers of Bubsy are still doing anything, so I'm sure they don't yeah. know. <laughs> Accolade has not been around for years. Things. Maybe because well, of this I don't man. know. They might have an old laptop in their cardboard box that's, you know, jacking some Starbucks Wi-Fi. Maybe they've seen one of his videos. <laughs> now, the thing is, the same cannot necessarily be said of Sega, as I know that Eulalia has a really, really massive video about climbing into one level of Sonic and Knuckles and just going higher and higher and higher until the background glitches out for about 30 minutes. So, you can ask them, I guess. He does all of that and still fucks, like, all those girls, right? Just gets oh, laid yeah. all the time? Their compatibility I rating is through the roof. he has any human contact. <laughs> does he yeah, have like... a rating system for the girls, too? Because that would be... Yeah, I, I can sort of That blowjob was a 3.5. <laughs> uh, at a tilt of 20. Yes. Only. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, Isfahan, what do you have for us? All right, I got a, um, uh, I got, you know, kind of an underground indie uh, artist on the internet. He's been around since like the early 90s. Okay. Uh, Ninety four, ninety five is when he really started getting into notoriety. His name is David Gonterman. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yep. And he is a for those of us who have been around uh, the internet a while, he is a fixture for better or for worse. Um, he is a terrible artist. He is a terrible writer, and he's actually not that good of a human being either. Um, yep. Wait, Isfahan, uh, could you be referring to Davy Ken's Foxfire? Well, yes, I could be, and if you call right now, <laughs> there's got to be a better way to read this fanfic. Um, I have to illustrate um, just how much now people know he, yeah, he's a bad artist or whatever, but this audio podcast. So to illustrate um, just how creepy he can be, I've uh, made a very careful selection here for reading. Um, Foxfire Studios presents. Uh, a Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonia and the Fox special. Let me just link it here. Nice. Okay. A Time of Honesty by David Gonterman. And uh, the prompting for this one was uh, David Gonterman had an online, quote-unquote, online relationship, meaning he probably just typed a bunch of creepy shit, to a girl who was 10 years younger than him in the, I think it was 95, and... And at that time, the, the girl in question to be 10 years younger than him would have been in her teens. So, Oh, okay. <clears throat> I dedicate, the and just as a slap in the face, here's the dedication. I dedicate this short episode to the parents of Emily Smith, who cared enough for their daughter to be concerned about her cyberspace love life. A true <laughs> sign of good parents. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. I dedicate oh. this to the parents who, were, who had the smarts yeah. to be scared of me. <laughs> yes, I, I dedicate this to the parents who told her that... Uh, dating me is not a good idea. <laughs> and yeah, I'm I'm glad you pointed out the time frame because when you said ten years younger with with Gonterman, that could have just meant in the mid twenties. Yeah, because God, he's got to be anyway. He's got to be like in his late forties by now. Exactly. Um, and he's still out there, folks. <laughs> but uh, oh, they, he's still Crockett. available too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Davy Crockett and Sonia Hedgehog were lying on a hill watching the clouds when Sonia, out of the blue, asked Davy if she can ask a personal question. So that's like a double ask. Um, 
Oh, by the way, Davy Crockett, for those who don't know, is a self-insert, and he always, 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 100% of the time has a self-insert in anything he does. It takes on different forms, but usually it's pretty transparent. Uh, that depends. David, I don't know how to say it. Do you think we're too... forward? Forward? What makes you say that, Sonia? I mean, when we're close, and when we're kissing for hours... And I unbutton your shirt and rub my cheek into your chest. Oh, a pause. I don't think so. Not on my standards. Why, you ask? Well, it's about last month, when you were crying in bed all week after you knew <laughs> who your dad was. That I, that I believe. <laughs> I was with you an awful lot. People were thinking that we were. Sunni, I was in shock over the fact that Robotnik's my dad. Sure, I was in the mood. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hello, son. Get out of the house. Sure, I was in the mood. And monkeys fly out of my tail. Oh, besides, we had our clothes on. I know. It's probably nothing. No, it's not. I consider sex to be a very difficult subject to discuss, to understand. It needs to be confronted. <laughs> when will the sexual scourge be over? But with extreme care, lest someone gets hurt. I say this from experience being in my mid-twenties and done my homework on such things. Now, again, oh Davey, David makes no distinction between himself and his self-insert, so if he wrote this, then he was in his mid-twenties. Really? Yes. That's... I take it that these people... Incorrect semicolon. I guess Uncle Chuck's one. He mentioned it to me. He's one of the people that were concerned about me. I know. I'm glad that he did. Shows he cares. I merely told him that it's just not my style to take advantage of a person sexually. <laughs> it's not my style to rape people. It's not my style. <laughs> this rape is cramping my style. <laughs> I hope that I prove worthy of his trust. Could you imagine this guy, like, showing up? Hello, I'd like to date your daughter. I'm sure you will. <laughs> it's just that I'm a little... Hmm? Afraid. When I turn into Phoenix now... Which is a reference to some other crap he wrote. Especially okay. with you, I see you through her eyes, and I feel like jumping out of my skin. It's just that I... want to... Shh. That's just your puberty talking. Oh! <laughs> ah. Oh! Oh, Shut up, puberty. You're always embarrassing me. Gosh. Oh, hang Jesus. on. Hang the fuck on. I need sentence. to start drinking. <laughs> that happens naturally when you grow up. Oh, so he's bro. giving the talk to this person he's dating. <laughs> Good. Hang on, hang on, let me get my notes. When a man and a woman... <laughs> if you want to get technical, call it a sex drive. You can't get rid of it, but you can, and must, control it, lest you're hurt someone with it. Perfect. I know, I don't want to hurt you. I can sense from your thoughts that you feel the same way. I do. Yeah, I too am a bit scared over this subject, and it's not because of our ten-year age difference. Uh -huh. <laughs> In the planet where I came from, 
capital S sex was used way too casually. I wanted it to be special. <laughs> He's one of those. <laughs> For the one I'll be married to. I'm afraid that I'll that I'll won't be able to have my wish. He's afraid that he's going to have to have sex before he's married. Yeah, this is this is in. Oh, no. He lives in a <laughs> he has no control over it. So, in all of his reasons not to have sex, I was hoping that the fact that she's a hedgehog would come up, but I was hoping for two. That she's a teenage uh, hedgehog in puberty. But... <laughs> <laughs> the two didn't talk much after that. They just returned to their cloud watching. In their hearts, both felt a weight lift from lift rom their shoulders. They were glad they have this talk. Like Davy said, it needed to be discussed and discussed with someone who cares. Like Uncle Chuck. So it says it's a fictional character, that means yes. nobody cares. Well, I mean I don't understand why they wouldn't have this conversation with Dr. Robotnik. Why doesn't the <laughs> FBI care? <laughs> oh, they do. They're right at the like door. Uncle Chuck, who hobbled with his cane as he passed the two. How are you lovebirds doing? We're doing just fine, Uncle, said somebody. I don't know who. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't help but hear what you two were talking about. Like you said, David, you need to take it with care. When I was a worker, but I've seen your father get into orgies with a whole harem of robotic... Uh, uh... Pleasure dolls, Chuck? Don't tell me my father's a pervert. Well, when you desire the fair sex for one thing and one thing only, you might end up doing the same things Robotnik did at nights. I don't want to repeat the oh stuff my. he did. Then don't, please. Some of us don't want to know. <laughs> Chuck smiled. I take it you get a lot of that on your world. I get too much of that on my world. You'd have another heart attack if I told you the stuff Earthlings do, and I don't want that to happen, do I? <laughs> Chuck holds his hands in front. I'll take your word for it, Sonny. But honesty, I'm... But honesty, I'm glad that you're not like that. You respect her too much. I know that. Like you said, I'm just concerned like any good parent. I hope I prove myself worthy of your trust, Uncle Chuck. Thank you, Chuck said as he left. They didn't speak much afterward again. <laughs> They so they stop talking and then they don't talk. Good. They said what needed that to made say. That would have made the story a lot shorter. <laughs> they they said what needed to say as they watched the sunset over the skyline of Robotropolis, knowing that one day it will set on a reborn Mobotropolis, with a tall castle where King Sonic and Queen Sally dwells. Tent shift, and Suni and Davy lives the rest of their days in peace. Their arms moved into each other. They pulled themselves, <laughs> they pulled themselves close and kissed. They weren't afraid anymore. I'm afraid. My my uh, arms taken residence in her arms. This it's romantic. This was written in 1995. Okay. It's the worst episode of Punky Brewster ever. <laughs> this has been this has been Davy doth protest too much. Just a hedgehog. And oh, in, I in don't care stories, anything about that. This happens in all of his stories where the self-insert will just get back-padded by every other character. Oh, you're such a good person. Everything you say really makes sense and is valid, and you're so wise. Your DeviantArt page is not terrible at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bump Girl, uh, before we Gary. go for... The for the, for the listeners, though, I'd just like to point out, um, Isfahan didn't cut that off. That's the entire fanfic. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Just wanted to point that out. <laughs> yeah, it comes to a conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel... It's like the end of Sopranos. <laughs> Clouds. Bump well, girl. The, I heard well, my name. Uh, the next longest one was way too long, so... You, you heard your yeah, name because I want. I heard you had something for us. What do you have for us? Um, uh, it, uh, it's a nice segue from that thing. Um, oh, but good. It, it's, it's about commitment. That. It's about okay. commitment. Okay. okay. Run for the hills, guys. Um, <laughs> other people will probably be far more familiar with this than I am, and I'm perfectly happy with that. Um, poor tax, I'm going to uh, admit, helped me out finding this, this piece, but um, I asked for something fan fiction-y, and this is what I got. Right. More than just fan fiction. It's about true love. It's a way of life. Okay. <laughs> this is by a young man um, who has some very intense views that some of you may disagree with. Um, he goes by a number of names, and he actually doesn't seem to care that he uses all of his real names. So I'm just going to say them because he's all over the internet. Th- this this guy is called Justin RPG, um, and he's written us a story about how his life is, should be, um, will be, was, um, all of the above. Okay. It's called uh, Married Reshiram Interview. Oh, <gasps> oh this guy. This oh, is the dude no. that's married to Reshiram. Oh, okay, no. good. Okay, good. So wait, yeah. wait a minute. You mean married to Reshiram the Pokemon? Yes. He made a, oh, oh, he made a song. Do not all of our listeners know that um, that there's this thing called Pokemon and um, that Reshiram is a Pokemon? Um, if you don't know a lot about Reshiram, don't worry. This is a very in-depth interview and you're going <laughs> to learn. All right, oh, okay, all right. Take it, take it. Yeah, okay. I had no idea what the hell any of this was, so... Yeah, um... Okay, so... The radio announcer speaks. Next up, we are going to talk to a man who married a Pokemon. Yes, really. We will be back after a word from our sponsors. No, commercial not break. really. <laughs> Good. Uh-huh. I always like um, to start the story with a commercial break. That's perfect. Yeah, so, um... Okay, oh, the commercial break's over. The radio announcer continues. Welcome back to Pokemon Alternative 99.7 FM. In the studio, we have a man named Justin Coolidge who said, I do, with a Reshiram. Is this right, Justin? Justin responds, yes, I did marry a Reshiram. In fact, our love is strong. The announcer asks, what is it like being married to a fire-type Pokemon? That's his follow-up There's question. those details, uh, dear <laughs> listeners. <laughs> you didn't know that Reshiram was a fire-type? Uh, it's, it's a very open-minded wow. sort of thing. Oh, you wanted interview. to know, but we're afraid to ask. <laughs> so you married a giant eternal white dragon. I'm more concerned with what type yes. it is. It's yes, fire-type. <laughs> However, It's not don't weird worry. that he married a Pokemon. It's mer- weird that he married a fire-type. Oh. Um, Justin responds, I cannot count the amount of times I was asked that very same question. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't Once. really think... <laughs> oh, wait, no, that sentence goes on. Um, well, anyway, I don't really think it is any different than a typical marriage. Right. Aside from my Reshiram wife can keep me warm in winter. I hate cold temperatures. Human wives can't do that. No, see? <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is very... No, they just, they just nag a lot. That's what I hear they do. <laughs> yeah. bop, 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 bop. <laughs> but the announcer's concerned there's some uh, prejudice going on here and says, Is this the only reason why you married a Reshiram? Asked the announcer. Chad. You don't find too many po- Pokemon human marriages. There is got to be some reason. Oh, I have the guesses. Announcer. I have guesses. Uh, <laughs> um... Justin responds, No! I love Reshiram, and she loves me. It is more just her keeping me warm. It's true love. 
Oh. See, I told you this is about commitment. Yeah, I feel, oh. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. He's okay, winning me over. My difficulties. If you're not sure, <laughs> um, you love your Pokemon wife, don't you? Asked the announcer. Even though she is a Pokemon. Yes, I do. Love is love. It doesn't matter if one is a human, the other is a Pokemon, as long as you love each other, Justin replied. So, being married to a legendary Pokemon, not to mention she is a lot bigger than you and a lot more powerful too, does it make living life and activities harder to do together? Asked the announcer. I think you just called your wife fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, really, really, like, yeah. Um, no, actually, it makes it more interesting, actually. Especially the lovemaking. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, just enough. as we were all Yay. hoping it was platonic. Fire in the hole. <laughs> oh, 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 dear. Oh, dear. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. I love you, Victor. That was amazing. As for Reshiram being so powerful, she is overly protective of me, and I like it, Justin answered. She totally beats up the other guys at school. Yeah. <laughs> Oedipus, what's that? <laughs> Ready for the plot twist? Yep. Mm-hmm. The radio station phone rings, and the announcer's assistant answers it. Okay. Justin's wife, Reshiram, is at the other end of the line. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> cool! Uh-oh. Uh, she says, Rawr! Uh, I think some shit's yeah. about to go down. I'm hoping Russia Rom like explains the marriage and she thinks that she's explaining it really well, but on the other end it just sounds like Russia Rom, Russia Rom. This may have been written before right, right, right. Long time listener, first time caller, I just wanted to say I do not exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. Hey, please continue. Corey. The announcer's name. This is Justin's wife, Reshiram. Yeah, we love each other yeah. lots, and I protect him with dear life. I have been listening to your conversation with my husband. As you said, I am a powerful legendary Pokemon, in case we forgot, and that is why I protect him. Eighty percent of Pokemon are liable to take a human down in one attack, so I am overly protective of him, Justin's wife, Reshiram, explains. So that's what Portax wanted, right? Jerry. An explanation. So it was explained. The word explain was <laughs> I, I, used. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but uh, that's right, Justin says. It is a dangerous world out there with lots of powerful Pokemon. The announcer asks, How did you two meet? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I guess oh. this is my show. Oh. We met when my foot oh, was my trapped head. in a trap, and Justin freed me. A legendary Pokemon with amazing powers. Caught in a bear trap. Whoops. Caught in a bear trap. I never left his side since. Our relationship just grew and grew until it became love. Thankfully, Pokemon human marriage is legal in our area, Reshiram explained. Liberals! Seriously. That's why no one should go to Vermont. When is the rest of the world? When, are the, when is the rest of the world going to catch up with Kanto? Yeah, really. That's, this is you, know. Adam and Eve at you, not Adam and Pete. Oh, show. Oh, coming across a, like a giant dragon hanging upside down from a tree, like eating a sandwich, <laughs> and like a little net and stuff. Yeah. Um. Justin adds, it was like we were meant for each other. Every day and every minute we just clicked. I wonder if Arceus had that trap thing happen for a reason. 
I was wait, wondering that myself. What? You see, announcer? Reshiram has apparently forgotten Corey's name. It is things <laughs> like this that proves we are meant to be, Reshiram stated. It starts to sound like white slavery at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Totally amazing, the announcer said loudly. I have never heard of human Pokemon marriage that was meant to be. All the ones I've heard of were shams. <laughs> <laughs> now you have, Reshiram and Justin said at the same time. Again, Justin and Reshiram start talking at the same time. Go ahead, Reshiram, Justin says. Oh, that's so <laughs> cute. Yeah. Reshiram continues. See how we said that at the same time? Another example. You are seeing examples just on this radio interview you are having with Justin. You have to be convinced by now. So this is this is all a true story, right? All of, all of that. Sure. I mean, how could it how could it be false? Well, nobody puts. You can't make stuff like this up. That's true. Dude, people. That's people, true. It's too crazy people to make. People lying it. on the on the internet is like a compatibility rating of negative five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> But is that tilde five hundred? No, it's an exact. It's a hard five hundred. So yeah. The yeah. So you can you can only the only the the plus minus uh, variable ratio there is only about one point one instead of one point two. It's a huge difference. Okay. Good. Thank you. Yeah, also, Rushram is ten years younger than him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. By the end of this episode, this is all just going to be the same story. <laughs> It's <laughs> just one insane person. Is I've, I've, I've suspected that, that the internet is just all the same one crazy guy who's just fucking really prolific. Well, just in case anyone was under undue amounts of stress, the answer has an answer to whether or not he's convinced. I am! Okay. I am impressed. Oh. Human Pokemon marriages do work, Justin says. Yes, they do. You are 100% Justin, Reshiram adds. <laughs> 100% Justin. You are more in love in your Pokemon human marriage than some of those human human traditional marriages. I take that. Exactly! Reshiram and Justin says at the same time. The announcer says, I guess another example. You two just said that at the same time again. Holy cow! Fuck's sake. We love each other. They both say at the same time again. Oh, God. See, there's another example. We're so close, we finish each, we finish each other's... <laughs> <laughs> Sandwiches? Okay, I know for a fact now that it is meant to be. You know each other like a book, the announcer says. <laughs> well, that's all the time yes. we have right now. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That's a phrase people say, <laughs> asshole. How do humans talk again? <laughs> <laughs> Mind's that is weird. Well, that's all the time we have right now. Thank you for listening to Pokemon Alternative 99.7, and let's all thank Justin and Reshiram for this interview. Now, why wasn't this on the Pokemon mainstream? Wait, hang on. Why hang on. Considered I mean, alternative? There, but that's not here. the end. Oh, There's shit. one more thing. Oh, fuck. After okay. the whole radio uh-huh. show is over and the ratings were in... The interview gets high ratings. <laughs> Yay! 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 Hi. How you doing? Um, I feel like people have been reading stuff that's kind of uh, weird and, I don't know, unsavory. Um, are you going to change that? 
No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are you going to read instead? Well, she is the best policy. I'm going to tell you about how my crim- my parents are criminals who deserve to be put in jail or killed. Okay, okay, I guess, I mean, yeah, it's just about picking the time and the place, and yeah. this is a my time name. and a place, so there you yes. go. <laughs> Fun for my what's name left is Governments Get Girlfriends, and I have strong opinions. <laughs> well, then welcome to the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will describe their horrible crimes. Number one, for almost ten years they're refusing to help me find a girlfriend, thus causing unimaginable what? pain and damage to me. What? Mm. <laughs> There are numerous ways in which they could help me, like introducing me to daughters of their co-workers. Holy shit! Oh my friend. god! <laughs> but they did not do so because they're murderous idiots who live in the 70s-80s and think it's easy to find a girlfriend if you want one. Those monsters. They're simply murdering their child using the following mechanism. Oh, right. So number one, <laughs> I am left without... A girlfriend slash sex, number two, mm-hmm. which makes me unable to fulfill my basic needs. Number three, which makes me depressed and hopeless. Uh-huh, I agree. Number four, which destroys my will to live. Uh-huh. Five, which makes me suicidal. In this case, that sounds like a good thing. <laughs> okay, so that was point five. What comes next? Next is point two. <laughs> That was a sub They're refusing to co-sign my appeals to government and various institutions for over five years because they fail to see it's the only way, thus weakening their impact. Yes, I'm going to detail gonna... what these appeals are about. Also, if they co-sign, then they're legally I liable. I guess to get a girlfriend, oh, whatever. The government needs to assign me a girlfriend. <laughs> well, go if governments get girlfriends, so they should give some away. There's a girlfriend surplus this year. Number three, my mother, the murderous whore, is refusing to have sex with me when that could alleviate my sexual what? frustration. What? Shove it up a wall? What a bitch. Ew, <laughs> that's <laughs> good internet. <laughs> and we're back to destroying my will to live. Perfect. <laughs> oh, God. Keep going. Number four, when in righteous indignation I finally attacked those beasts and managed to beat the shit out of them, oh. I was the one that was reported to the police and not these murderous animals. Only good they ever did was that they later refused to testify against me. That's uh, that's not good, actually. Uh, that's, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> right. yeah. No, that's, yeah. In any country with a normal legal system sensitive to needs of incels, these criminals would be prosecuted long ago, and in some countries, their crimes would be punished by the death penalty. Nope. However, here, they're allowed to run free and go on committing their heinous crimes. Though the police have been informed about their attempts to murder their child, they haven't done anything. I was actually threatened with arrest for consuming police resources. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, would, that's yeah. what you're getting arrested for. For some reason. Their murderous behavior goes on. For how long, I ask? Well, you're not dead yet, so they need to keep yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> he's right about other society laws, though. I wish they'd get on with it. Can, can you just imagine being the officer on duty? My parents are trying to kill me. Okay, um, what, what what are they trying to do? Well, they won't fuck me. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, you're under arrest for felony cock blocking. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mr. Mr. cock blocking is you know if it's not pre if it's not premeditated pre- premeditated yeah. It's just like accidental, involuntary cock blocking. It's like manslaughter. 
Right, yeah, yeah. It happens. It's unfortunate, but it does happen from time to time. He's right about the societies, though. You know, the old law. Honor honor their father than mother, unless they're cock-blocking assholes. Yeah. (laughs) John! Yes! What do you got for us? Well, I have the... the epic story of a lady called Lady Minerva Nightshade, also known as Don Griffiths. Oh boy! Now, oh, back in the day, she ran a site called Rat Race. Now, let me let me give a little context here for people who may not know about Portal of Evil. All there's a site called Portal of Evil, and basically, I think since like 1998, it listed all the fucked up and weird and you know odd stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. And the people who ran these websites saw the backlinks from Portal of Evil and said, "I'm not evil. What are they doing?" And they go to the site and they see people making fun of them, and they would come over to those forums on Portal of Evil and they would get pissed and they would say a lot of things. So, um the lady we're talking about, Don Griffiths, ran a site called Rat Race, like I said, and her main focus was about uh RPG logs and fan fiction about uh Secret of Nim. Mainly um mainly focus on Porn about Secret of Nim. Uh, sure, I found that was one fucking sexy cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah. it was really good. It's not as sexy as Ducktales, but pretty close. I mean, I was more into the <laughs> Dom DeLuise Crow, but that's rats. just me. Ducktales, um, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just to give you a little context of her stories, um, I found a clip from one of her stories, and it was like a graphic depiction of a demon rat apparently raping another rat, and I chose not to read it. So that's the kind of thing she's trying to defend here. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for thank goodness. Yeah. Good taste went out. <laughs> thank you. So good um, taste starts and ends here. <laughs> the first, um, <laughs> the first thing is actually from an associate of hers called. I think it's Richard. It's G E R R O T. It's Jero or Gerot, whatever. And this is his post from 2004. Uh, it was made on the Portal of Evil site, and it said a little common sense. Let's see if we can break all of this down with a little common sense, shall we? Let's start with something straightforward. First item, you ask, do I know that the Secret of Nim is a child's movie? Okay, now, why is this even important? We both know this, as we grew up with this, since its release in 82. We were both in 6th grade, 12-year-olds. But again, why is this important? Second item. (laughs) Simply this. For those who understand, not explanation is necessary. For those Mm -hmm. who do not understand, no explanation is possible. You look, (laughs) but you cannot see. You listen, but you cannot hear. Many things... This is a terrible episode of Outer Limits. (laughs) Yeah. He's getting By the way, Yoda in his rebuttal. I'm slightly more lost than I was with the Eula Lilia stuff. I don't want to overstate this, but this is all about Secret of Nim porn. Let's all keep that in mind. This whole time. Um, where was I? Uh, many things like friendship or honoring someone you care about. No, no limits on age. Tell me, Chet. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Uh, Ch- uh, Portal of Evil is run by a guy named Chet Falizak. That's going to get real important later on. Um, what makes this woman's fondness of a quaint old classic film and her decision to honor it so bad? Why does this make her or the other Nim fans slandered here somehow evil or inferior to you? Honor is an interesting verb. (laughs) Well said. Yes, I saw your links to other Nim sites. Your slander, or libel, your own word. Thank you very much, BTW. Tilde underscore big O smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) Hate keyboard! Kill keyboard! Each and every one of them. Note, I've seen anti-sites for many things, and despite the fact that they can be disappointing, I've never seen an anti-site that did more than simple give a reason for not liking something. Those sites never go after a fan site and attempt to destroy both its reputation and that of the owners. Those sites don't seem to exist for the purpose of destroying someone's self-esteem. Not cool. Bro. You seem seem bent on making these people feel bad for some... 
for doing something that they get satisfaction from. What if someone committed defamation against you and your Poe? Would you like it? That's my Actually, knowing Poe, yes, they would. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing uh, nothing PoE liked more than than making fun of other people on PoE. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Now, Richard Jarreau made a ton of posts like that, and it was all pretty much the same tone, and they were all getting pretty boring. What's Mm -hmm. not boring was that um, something that Don Griffiths did herself. Uh, One way that she tried to stop this from happening, or at least attack what was happening to her, was she put HTML? She put spells into the HTML of her site. Right. Yeah. Like the HTML. Yeah. Wait, if you went into the coding, the, the spells were actually here. So here's the first spell. Like magic spells. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. She was apparently yeah. Wiccan, but talked a lot about God and angels. So who knows what the hell was in her mind? Do you have a Dave um, Mustaine voice? <laughs> <laughs> what do you no, mean no, no. I don't he's, believe in rat porn? He, he's, he's into Jesus now. Come on, guys. How Upon this web template. I shall cast blessings to enrich my life, curses to give those who deserve it hell, and generally empower myself with the universal mind, ampersand, soul is my witness, by the obvious power flowing through these words, I declare them reality. I hereby pronounce the blessing of more time for my members to participate in the Rat Race RPG. May everyone in my RPG stories always have plenty of time to participate. With the universal mind and soul as my witness, by the obvious power flowing through these words, I declare them reality. That is all. So she made a spell to make all her people guaranteed unemployed. (laughs) And uh, at the end of that, in pink text that, like, bounced back and forth, it said, uh, it has come to pass that all of my RPG members have plenty of time to participate. The end. Yeah, they do. Oh, QED. Uh... Oh, and uh, by the way, I forgot to say before this, all of this, all the spells are all in Comic Sans. Uh, (laughs) I hereby pronounce the blessing of more interest in the members of my Rat Race RPG and actual participation. There is not anything that any of them are doing in any of their lives that takes so much time that I hear from none of them for days. They have no excuses. (laughs) With the universal mind and soul as my witness, by the obvious power flowing through these words, I declare them reality. That is all. Sometimes then, I doubt your commitment to secret of nim porn. <laughs> <laughs> and then it has come to pass, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Is this just a hobby one? to you? <laughs> and last one, I hereby pronounce the blessing of greater interest in the reading audience of my Rat Race RPG. From oh now God. on, I will have tons of people applying who would be glad to take up the slack with our extra characters and to give us plenty of help with our current characters as understudies. With the universal <laughs> mind and soul as my witness by the obvious power flowing through these words, I declare them reality. That is all. So next, uh, the next thing she did was she uh, brought legal services into the matter. She actually tried to sue Portal of Evil for putting her side on Poe. Okay. Mm. Makes sense. That must for have worked linking well. her side. <laughs> mm-hmm. So here's the post that she announced, or I think it was Richard that announced it. Anyways, here's the announcement. Legal services have been contacted. Ah, thank you for your support. Every bit helps. As for what I've done, I've contacted a group called Prepaid Legal Services, Incorporated. This I refer to in the help file forum. And I had just received an email that informs me that my membership is being handled by an L.A. firm called Parker Stanbury, LLD. Um, I don't know exactly what LLD stands for, but I'll find out when I call today. The other forum in question might be the EasyBoard tech support forum mentioned in my first post. Anyways, it's a small start, shaky perhaps, but I have faith. And to any of them reading this... Remember David and Goliath? A young boy slays a giant. Which one are you? 
Remember David and Goliath, and they're both rats, and they had sex with each other. A young boy slays a giant, and all he has to do with it, how he has to do it with, is a slingshot on a rock. Hey, Poe, dead heads! Guess who David represents? Oh, well, there. Don Bluth. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yo, phew! Glad that was cleared up. Think, think you're still too big to be threatened uh -huh. by a white mouse? Think this is a game? Well, just think again. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Oh. Okay, okay. Got any other cliches you want to throw Yes, the, the monolithic internet entity known as a Portal of Evil. Yeah, Portal of Evil Enterprises <laughs> LLC LTD INC. Yeah. Okay, so what yes. happened in that suing, Traded by the way? NASDAQ as POE. <laughs> yes. What happened in that suing, by the way, behind the scenes is that they contacted Bluth. Bluth thought that it was Portal of Evil that was writing the messed up stuff. And then <laughs> Chet basically told them, uh, no, the person who contacted you was the one writing the rat porn. And then it didn't go anywhere from there because I think maybe Lady Minerva didn't want to get sued for writing rat porn. I don't know. It just kind of fizzled out from there. <laughs> but she had another way of getting back. And this is the Chet Poe Deke Lord idea. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so, that sounds exciting. Oh. So this is for this is what she was doing in her own RPG to try and get back at what was happening. Hey guys, I have an idea. The case is moving slowly, but it's making headway. In the meantime, we can have some fun with this entire thing to help lighten the atmosphere and take back some of what they stole from us. Yay. We can say the website name, the Portal of Evil, is a portal to one of the Elder Hells. What was it? The Hells of Bun? I, I don't know what the... <laughs> she never mentioned Bun? what Bun like, means. Well. Like Bunny. Hot dog I don't. Bun? I don't want to know enough about your Secret of Nim <laughs> RPG to know what the fuck you're talking about there. And that this Chet guy, we can call him Chet Poe, first name Chet, last name Poe, mm -hmm. is actually a demon from the Hells of Bun, the Elder's equivalent of Satan. And this guy's friend is on the nasty hate forum, or actually is mindless minions. In fact, their site is the name of the doorway that they use to invade this land. Tay is out to destroy absolutely everything that is good and pure in all of Thorn Valley, as well as everything that is unworthy, a direct reflection of himself. Hmm. Okay. Now, um, okay, okay I'll, skip, I'll skip past a what? bit of this. It's all really good, but okay. I'll skip to the uh, description of Chet Poe, the Deke Lord. Wait, that's the full character name? Chet Poe, the Deke yes. Lord? Is yes, there a yes. colon in it? <laughs> yeah. I picture this right. He was once a human being who committed a number of hate crimes using a tool called a message board to spread pain <laughs> and dissent throughout the world. For his crimes of intentional malice, he was condemned to hell, an elder hell, as a number of his crimes were aimed at rodent folk, as well as the Nare, I think it's supposed to be nature, loving human ally, allies of such small, meek creatures. A demon who, like his minion, imagined that they were fighting monsters. But in their arrogance, they ended up evolving into the very thing they all so hated in accordance to the old saying this being and his ilk incidentally are called deeks deek is a synonym for fake as defined by the online directionally service <laughs> oh. i think that's supposed oh. to be dictionary most origin stories origin myths have huh? links to wikis okay so here's here's how they're defeated in the rpg by then, Aurora, Serena, Genevieve, Gabriel, Jezebel, and Minerva are all free by then to firmly smite this heartless monster with the elemental powers in the land of life, death, earth, air, fire, and water. And as mentioned, Jenner and Dumas can have some fun taking this arrogant fraud and his ilk off of their golden pedestal. In fact, it should be a spectacular thing, and done in a way that makes all concepts of poetic justice green with envy. And so, by the end of this angle, the Lord of the Deeks, Chet Poe, and his minions, Junquez, another synonym for fake, learn the hard way that judgment of anything in the universe is not theirs to mete out. 
Whose is it? Is it ours? That's why poor is it ours now? Up anymore. And now, yeah, uh, I think so. <laughs> now here's another. There's another description here. Uh, let's see. Now another description. Another part of an RPG defines him as a swaggering, self-satisfied, self-pretentious lout who thought that just because he went to church while he was still in his human life, he was morally superior to everyone else, and that one inconsequential detail gave him license to do as he pleased to anyone else, making a mockery of the positive aspects of his so-called faith. That's well. I remember Portal of Evil was a Christian mm-hmm. website, yeah. so that part and the next right, part, yeah, that's someone yeah, who we has never done a day's worth of soul searching in his entire life, someone who thought that he was completely above everything like that, everything that made him human, everything that gave one a real soul, that made one a real person, not just mocking, taunting caricature of what a real person should have been. You fucking people are pretending like you never draw pictures of rats raping other rats. <laughs> now, let he who hasn't, let he who has not drawn rat porn cast the first stone. <laughs> now, I think, now, I think this is oh, the same damn, guy. No one's safe now. <laughs> now. I think this is the same guy, but in this one, he's referred to by his last name, Falazek. So, Falazek gets his comeuppance here. <clears throat> Falazek knew the blast was coming. He prepared himself to leap out of the way. Suddenly, a voice screamed at him. Hey, you stupid demon! You're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Hang ten, dude. Usually, the burn comes oh, after the blast wave. Oh. It was so very, very ironic. In his human life, the word was one that he and his friends had wielded freely, too freely, generous, very generous with their malice and spite, stingy with kindness, with goodwill. Falazek, filled with much rage at the dog's comment, and shrieked. You stupid bee, star, 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 star. You're going to regret that. <laughs> he actually censored himself, too. He, yeah. might be a, he may be a devil, but he's not going to curse. Yeah, that's... Nah, not Chad. It's the air! What do you have for us? Well, I don't know the full background of all this, but this is... There's just some things. I was one of the... I was an early Portal of Evil member as well. And this is just something that got posted and became somewhat legendary. And it involves furries. We all love furries, oh, don't we? Define love. Furries. Oh, no. I certainly awesome. do. Um, Totally. Okay, we like to read. How about we like to read about them? Aren't we? We're a little bit into Shadow sure, right Yeah, now. yeah. Not a little bit. Does anyway, that mean yiffing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's lots it all of means that. <laughs> oh God. Uh, anyway, this. Um, there are some, even by the broken social standards established by furry. There are people that are just too weird for even furries to handle. Okay. You probably don't believe me, so I'm going to read this, and we'll see if I can't uh, change your opinion. All right. Yay? I don't have the specific... Yes. Okay. This all started when Nakobe was in uh, Octothorpe Malief, an IRC channel, asking if any other furs had a a room where he could stay for several months, stated that he would be more than happy to pay rent and buy his own food. At that time, I talked to Draco, and we both thought it might be nice to have another fur around the house. That's yeah. what I always thought. Oh, uh, yeah. It might right. be too many. When they say furry, when they say fur, I'm picturing them just, like, draping this dude's skins around the house. Yeah, but that, you see, that's because you are a normal person. But, but if they said furry, then I'd picture some dude dressed as, like, you know, Sonic. But I'm picturing, like, tiger rugs. First day. First day. Nokobe left that next morning and drove here, arriving in Salinas, California, where he called us and said that he was lost. It was only a 30-minute drive. We told him to stay where he was and that we would come and get him. Draco decided it would be best if he rode back with Nokobe and that I drove ahead and Nokobe followed. 
On the way over, Nakobe ranted about how fast I was driving and that he couldn't keep up with me. I was driving sometimes 20 to 30 miles an hour under the speed limit just so he kept up with me, and at no time did I drive faster than 10 miles under the speed limit. Nakobe called me every name in the book, wondering why I was doing this to him and asking why I was trying to lose him in traffic. Draco was very distressed by Nakobe's outburst and asked him to calm down, that he knew the way so it didn't matter if we became separated. Nakobe still ranted and became very upset. When we were within 8 miles of the house, Nakobe slowed to 25 miles per hour on the freeway and was lost to me in what little traffic there was. I pulled off the highway twice and finally got a phone call on the cell phone. Draco said they were in Monterey and that Nakobe wanted me to come get them, even though he knew how to get home. Nakobe didn't trust him and said he was lying. I arrived at the gas station where they were and Nakobe acted as if nothing ever happened. He seemed in a very good mood. We all arrived at my home and parked his van. We had a nice room for him, separate from the rest of the house, an internet connection all his own, and run of the house. We then all had dinner and talked for a while, Nokobe telling us how all the furs in Florida were out to get him and saying lies about him. You know, so far I can, <laughs> I, I'm are... sorry, so far I can believe that this guy made an entire state mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nakobe stated that this is why he had to leave Florida, that the furs there had harassed him, shot him, and bombed his house. See, it's, it's around that time that I would be like, maybe we should get rid of this guy. <laughs> Hang on, no, no, let's no. let this I mean, play out. They, they would have, they would have checked on. the news reports and discovered that, yeah, there was some guy who had uh, been shot at repeatedly and then had his house bombed. And, and the authorities were like, sorry, our hands are tied. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> oh, Yiffy Fox is setting up the mortars pointed at my house. I better go. Now, this all seemed very strange to us, as we had never heard anything about this on the net or at any convention. Nakobe also conventions the best possible had... way to get your uh, your news. Yes. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> Before Twitter, Nakobe also told us how he had been banned from Anthrocon, that the Con administration were out to get him, that his complaints of child pornography went unheeded by the administration. Ooh. And security. Um, actually, he was trying to frame people, but that's his, his that complaints that there weren't wasn't enough child pornography. <laughs> well, actually, well, as as an aside, what he was doing is he was trying to barge into rooms with other people and then fuck them, and they would not want him, so they kicked him out. And so he would go to security and say, "Those guys are selling child porn." And after about the third time, the police are like, we haven't got time for this shit. Leave us alone. <laughs> if it weren't so, a furry convention and somebody kept saying this guy is selling child porn, you wouldn't necessarily believe him. But since it is a furry yeah. convention, somebody's like, this guy is also selling child porn. All right, you're probably right. <laughs> Aren't they oh, all? You Broken clock. Broken clock. Oh, you cried wolf porn. <laughs> well, uh, just wait. Later, I went back into the front room and told Draco I was going to bed myself, and he said he would be coming himself in about five minutes. I left the room, and Nakobe got up and asked Draco if he would yiff him, Gross. as he was very yiffy, and that that was the only way he would be able to get to sleep. Draco didn't want to, but Nakobe forced the issue, saying that if he didn't yiff, he would have a heart attack from denial <laughs> and most likely die due to the condition oh, he had. Come on. nothing wrong with this. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I don't know. Blue ball seems pretty subtle. I don't think I want to use that. <laughs> he then took off all his clothes, stated that Draco had teased him, made him so yiffy that Draco had to do something or he would die. Draco argued that 
with Nukobi that he didn't want to yiff him and that he should just paw himself oh, off and go to bed. <laughs> Do you guys really have to use this this verbiage when you're just giving an account of the... Horrible. Yes. You know, now I see why they didn't yes. make Speed 3. The script is really bad. <laughs> Nukobi ranted that he couldn't, and if Drake... And, oh, I'm already losing the thread here. Nicobi ranted that he couldn't, and that Draco had to yiff him, that he would be yiffy again in 15 minutes if he did it himself, and he would be up all night, that he would be depressed from the denial, and in a horrid mood the next day. It's a day. contrast to the great mood he's in right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, normally he's Woo-hoo! such a lovely individual. Uh, well, Draco, feeling guilty, took pity on him, and after some instruction on Nicobi's part, Pod Holy shit! <laughs> so this guy, t- no, seriously, I'll die. So this guy actually convinced well... him to give him a hand job just by being so annoying that. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, this is like, maybe he'll shut up if I do that. That would never ever work in a million years with any other group. <laughs> yes, oh, this is terrifying. Second day. Oh, shit. How much of this are you gonna read? <laughs> the nightmare that just keeps going. Draco made a huge breakfast for the four of us. We all, including Nekobe, ate together, talking mostly about how all the Florida furs had it in for Nekobe and how he had been unfairly banned from Anthrocon as well as all the other U.S. furs. That wasn't cons. a red None of light? Us could... That wasn't a warning bell? <laughs> no, of course not. None of us could really believe this and questioned him all about it. Nekobe proceeded us to tell us his life story how he was always yiffy and needed sex all the time or he would have a heart attack and die. That he had to have, that he had three heart attacks so far and he didn't want any more. That it was our duty to yiff him because that was why he came out here to stay with us in the first place. No, it's not. totally not. Surprise! I'm imagining like a furry Uncle Sam poster. <laughs> I want you to jerk my cock. This is the furry crank. Please, Lemon, the proper terminology. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This was news to both of us. Up until this time, we both were under the impression that he came out here because he needed a place to stay after being forced to leave his last place of residence. Nakobe talked and talked, telling us how he nuked furs on Yifnet because they had all lied about him. (laughs) Later that day, he wanted Draco to paw him off again, demanded that he do it, said that Draco had teased him and made him very yiffy. Draco reluctantly pawed Nakobe off for the second time and told him that he was yes. never going to do it again. <laughs> okay, but after this time... This is the last time, I swear. <laughs> well, you're like one of, this, one of those like shitty parents in Target that's like... <laughs> All right, this turning, time Turning a it. hand job into a hand career. <laughs> yeah, this is a horribly insane, probably smelly, disgusting lunatic of a guy. And, you know, I only jerked him off twice. <laughs> I certainly third will time. not do it a third time. No, fool me once. After yeah. that... I hope there's no uh, smash cuts long, in real life. <laughs> a long, drawn-out discussion ensued over why Draco wouldn't yiff him. I headed to bed, and Nakobe told Draco that he wouldn't sleep very well that night because he was so yiffy over the thought of another fur arriving the Jesus next day. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Quote, that the pre was just dripping from the tip of his dick, just thinking about Ew. it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> actually talk like that? Sure. Like, anyone? Yeah. Uh, I'll talk never like sleep again. Yeah. <laughs> The more, I mean, the more pervy you are, it stands to reason, like, the more pervy you are, the, like, the more you, like, linguistically obfuscate it all, 
and you're just talking <laughs> these dumb, like, sideways things to, to ignore the fact that you're, like, jerking off while shitting all over yourself? Yeah. <laughs> really, this is just... Terko told him to stay away from our guest, that he had no reason to be near him, and he wasn't coming to visit just so Nikobe could yiff the hell out of him. <laughs> Gross. Nokobi became upset at this and proclaimed that he was going to now have a restless night. Most oh no, not a restless and... night. No one's I ever gone I've... through one of those before and survived. <laughs> and and die because he was going to be denied yet. Hey, if if you keep saying that it keeps getting you hand jobs, you know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's like true, yeah, yeah, he's he's learning from he's learning from behavior. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is really more Draco's fault than anything. Nokobi's giving him an out here. You don't whack me off, I'll have a heart attack. All right, click, click, clunk, clunk, clunk. <laughs> Take him to task, yeah. Third day. Shit. The next day, the dog started barking, and a very silly otter came running into our bedroom, pouncing both me and Draco. Nicobi I'm assuming was... the otter is another furry and not a literal. Nicobi was not very far behind, standing over the otter, while he hugged Draco and I. Draco asked Nicobi to please leave the bedroom, to which Nicobi replied, Why? We got up. Finding that the dog had got into something very smelly and quickly gave her a shower. While Draco and I were taking care of the dog, the otter, being closely followed by Nakobe, went about unloading his car, setting up his computer next to mine. Nakobe, all the while, pestering the otter. Draco opened the bathroom door and saw what was happening and told the otter to come with us so he could talk to him while we washed the dog. Nakobe, not having any part of this, offered to help wash the dog so he could remain close to the otter. Draco said no, that his help wasn't needed, and we would be done in a few minutes. Draco then asked Nokobi to please close the doors on the otter's car and close the front gate drive. About 4pm, the otter and Draco went out to the store, at which point Nokobi came running into the computer room, yelling that the otter and Draco had gone someplace and he demanded to know where, that Draco had taken the otter, and why had he taken him away from him, and that they were doing it to him again. What a fucking whack I told Nokobi... It didn't occur to me to kick him out <laughs> of the fucking house, so we continued to put up with it. <laughs> yes. Let me summarize day three. They um, they went out to get McDonald's. They God, didn't, no. They didn't invite, they didn't the invite most... Nicobe because he's kind of a whack job, and they were a little bit put out okay. by him. McDonald's being the, the most disgusting. Uh, see, if, if only this had happened in modern day, they could have gone out for Doritos Locos Tacos, but they had to settle for <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they add uh, 25% more crunch. It was it was truly a dark age when the story takes place. Yeah. And then uh, actually at the end of day three, um, while they're sleeping, Nakobe stalks outside their bedroom, listening to see if they're fucking. <laughs> All right, let me give you another hand job. Okay, what happens on day four? <laughs> day four. That morning, I got up, and Draco and the otter were snuggling in bed. About noon, Nakobe burst into the bedroom, yelling they had confirmed that the otter had yiffed at least seven other furs, that, an, that another fur that had stayed here had yiffed Draco and asked why Draco wouldn't yiff him. <laughs> he had talked to a fur on Yiffned, and, and that the fur had said another... Oh, God. This is like the opening scene yif, in yif, Clerks. Yiff, 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 fur, fur, yiff, fur, fur, yiff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, did this... I really want to know if this, like, whole argument actually went down with this exact terms. It was like, did you yiff him? Did you, did you yiff him? Yes. Did you yes, pull him I, off? I wouldn't be surprised. Totally, yes, I would not I be totally surprised if it did. Yeah, a certain talk. amount of yeah. times it just sounds like code language. Nakobe mm-hmm. has ordered the yiff. Nakobe has ordered the yiff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 
I took the cell phone and went for a walk. Nokomi ran running after me, yelling, wanting to know who I was going to call, what I was doing, and all I was going to do was lie about it. Just give him a hand job. Where call. are you going? What are you doing? Oh, 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 oh. I called the friend Nokomi had talked to, and he said to ask Nokomi never to call him again, and if he did, he would hang up on him. Ooh, oh, after a hand job, of course. That he thought Nokomi was. That he thought Nakobe was crazy and had scared him to death. Draco had gone looking for me out the back of the house, and I was in the front. Nakobe had come in, come back in after yelling at me and started to bother the otter again, because neither I nor Draco were there. Nakobe had backed the otter into a corner in the bedroom and telling him that if he'd only let him yiff him, all would be okay. And asking where all those other furs who had yiffed and why you wouldn't let him yiff him or whatever. <sighs> The otter later told us that Nakobe stated that he wanted to kill Draco and I, the dog, and burn down the house. This was the second time he had stated that he wanted to kill someone in this house, even after boasting that he killed someone in Europe and got away with it, and that he had seven passports, and he was in the U.S. illegally, and no one knew his real name. But anyway, if I kick him out of the house, that would just be rude. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, he's super crazy and creepy and stocky and, like, kind of rapey and stuff, but, you know, we're... Both kind of want to fuck the same cartoon animals, so it's like, like family right there. when you think about it. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to judge. During the next several hours, Draco and I verbally pounded into Nakobe's skull that he was no longer welcome in this house and that he was going to leave Yay. in the morning. That I would give him $600 to reimburse him for expenses. What? No. What? What? No. What? So he got $600 and, a hand, and two hand jobs for... Mm -hmm. Barging into your life for three days and giving you shit. Man, I'm Quentin's right, cartoon exactly. shit. I Speaking didn't know. of which, uh, uh, Jack Chick, I just, you know, like, you know, I'm going to San Francisco, so, you know, I mean, there's I the standard. I mean, I don't have, a, I don't have any otters for you to get, man. This guy got $600 in two hand jobs. <laughs> and, and they don't even like him. Yeah. Oh, dude, no. We, do, we, can, we can make the hand jobs happen. That's easy. But 600 bucks, man. <laughs> I'm between jobs right now, man. Come on. Uh, Nakobe pleaded that he would change, that if we had let him yiff the otter, all would have been fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. I told him, no, it was over, and if I had any more problems before tomorrow, that I would call the police and have him escorted uh, off the premises. He said I couldn't, and that I would, be in j I would be in as much trouble as he would be, that he was an illegal, and that we would all go to jail what? for harboring him. Yeah, that's how that works. Hey, Nakobe, if you go to jail, somebody will probably fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, but they won't gif me. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get fucked. Him. That's gross. I'm going to call the police. Well, if you do, uh, I'm illegal, so I'm not supposed to be in the country either. So that's that's your problem now. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, still insisted that if we had just let him yiff the otter, everything would be just fine. And we knew how yiffy he was and that he couldn't help it. And he would go to a doctor and get some shots if we would what? just let him yiff the otter. <laughs> what? Like the cure for cancer. <laughs> I'm imagining, like, and, the and, climax and, scene in The Negotiator. Let <laughs> the otter he just go! Must... Let the hostages go! Yiff the otter! <laughs> and the otter had previously, in part that got skipped, was, had been backed in a corner and screaming in panic, completely not into the sky sure, at yeah, all whatsoever. Sure, why not? So, Apparently, like, the otter isn't even gay. <laughs> well, I don't know. He woke up snuggling with Draco. Pretty well, good. That would make a difference. This conversation. Oh. Anyway, yeah. anyway. We can wrap this up here. Just yep. A couple of paragraphs. This conversation went on for several hours. Yeah. 
Nicole be telling us how he would uh-huh. change and all the things he would do to make sure that uh-huh. he did, but that he was still yippy, and he always would be. He also stated that he would never have come out here if he knew that we weren't yiffy and didn't want to yiff him. And we should have known that he was the yiffiest fur there was. I told him he was that's, crazy. Yes, correct. Doesn't change yeah, matters. That's good. It that's took first four days. days. Four days. No, day five. For him to say that. <laughs> I got up and woke Draco. We showered and then woke Nakobe up. During the night, he had packed the rest of his things, so there wasn't much left for him oh, to do. okay. I handed him an envelope with $600 in it and gave him the printed directions to where he was going. I redid them so he could find his way better. I cleaned the windows in his van and said goodbye. He got a car wash, too. He pulled out into the street and said said goodbye, and that if if we had only let him give the honor, this would have never happened. (laughs) You'll be sorry. You'll see what not letting me get the otters brought down upon you. By 7 a.m., he was gone from our house. Nostradamus Yay. foretold of the day when you did not let me if the otter. <laughs> um, so just some some further information here. Further? Oh. I will murder you in your sleep. Um, <laughs> no, so so apparently uh, uh, Nico B., uh, doesn't have any teeth. Just FYI. Oh, that's all been punched out of them. That's cute. How fun. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I just want to. I just want to uh, briefly, very briefly, just give you a, a very quick uh, summary uh, of a philosophy that's going to change your life. Oh. Um. So I don't know how your lives have been going. Uh. Probably not so good. Uh, at this oh, point, wow. uh, because you haven't heard of the time cube, oh, or maybe you have, but oh you know, my. for the sake of this reading, we're going to pretend that you haven't heard of the time cube. Oh, oh I think that's from Doctor Who, right? Uh, no, oh. uh, the time cube. Oh, wait, is it from Transformers? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. The Time Cube has been around uh, apparently since 97. Uh, mm-hmm. It was created by a guy named Gene Ray. I'm not sure where he's from, but definitely somewhere where it's very southern, because uh, he's a very southern man. Um, mm-hmm. But he has a theory that that the the all time can be represented in a cube. And just like a cube, time has four sides. Because cube a cube sense. has four sides... And time has four sides, so That's, already yeah, this theory is perfect, right? Yeah, yeah that makes good sense. Six sides, it has four sides. Right, it has four sides. Yeah. <laughs> and if, oh, and if a, a cube oh. just having four sides is the like stopping point for you, if you can't get past that, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he has a website, timecube.com. Uh, it is developed in Microsoft Office. Uh, it's, just, it's just one big word file. Uh, that he posted, and it's and it's so it's all like uh, sort of Times New Roman. The colors change. Um, it's about like a forty-eight point like H one tag most of the time, but it does kind of go up and down in size. It's got to keep um, your attention. It's just it's just, well, no, it doesn't keep your attention. <laughs> <laughs> It's... Because uh, it's not you don't get really like paragraphs of text. It just sort of uh, jumps around. This um, is the first thing that we've looked at in this episode that has made mm-hmm. me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Eulalilia. Oh, Eulalilia was pretty okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first thing since Eulalilia <laughs> <laughs> that has made me feel that there is some good in this world. Uh, All right. The time cube is amazing. So I'm just going to read. Um, I'm just going to read. Uh, you know the relevant parts because you don't understand time cube. And uh, Gene Ray, the creator of this, has been very angry at people for not recognizing, for not understanding. Like, he spoke at MIT, and he was mad at the guys at MIT for not understanding TimeCube. <laughs> oh, well, he's right. super smart. Uh, he also, he does the Glenn Beck thing, where he, like, he, he says, I'll give you $10,000 to disprove TimeCube. And then the guys at MIT oh, were like, nice. well, disprove what? And he was like, aha, you can't disprove it, can you, assholes? <laughs> <laughs> Smarty pants. Anyway. Uh, so I'm just going to start read a couple relevant parts. Hopefully by the end of this, you'll be able to understand Time Cube. Children will be blessed for killing of educated adults who ignore fuller simultaneous days, same Earth rotation, practicing evil oneness upon Earth of quadrants. Evil adult crime versus youth support lie of integration. One educated are most dumb, not one human except dead one. <laughs> Man mm-hmm. is paired two half for mm-hmm. self. One of God is only one fourth of God. Bible a lie, and word is lies. Navel connects four corner fours. God is born of a mother. She left belly B signature. Every priest has every priest has ma sign, but lies to honor queers. <laughs> belly B proves four corners. Your dirty lying teachers use only the midnight to midnight one day, ignoring the three other days. Time to not foul. Already long Bible towel Bible time. Lie that corrupts Earth, you educated, stupid fools. Belly button logic works. Why do teenagers die? <laughs> okay, now you're just naming song titles. Lie did by the light. It's a diagram. So yeah, it's pretty much just like just the Earth, like inside of a cube. Uh, uh, okay, so you understand a little bit better now. <laughs> yeah, I do. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm not educated. I, I think I'm closer to understanding. As as page as page two will uh, will let you know. Why not the time cube? The only reason is educated stupidity. I have demonstrated absolute irrefutable proof of four simultaneous 24-hour days within a single rotation of the Earth. No other man or God can claim such truth manifestation. The academic brainwashed mind is corrupt and can't comprehend cubic magnificence. <laughs> I can comprehend this page way better because the font is approximately the, a tenth of the size. <laughs> and now, can we actually get Eulalia to like decipher this page? I think that would probably be. <laughs> I like that, like, because the sort of it's it, like there's no kind of rhyme or reason to any of the text, but it does kind of like it added to chronologically. And as it goes on, you can see him getting just angrier and angrier. My, my favorite part about the whole thing <laughs> is that it's like. You know, like 50 pages of this craziness, and then at the bottom, it has a link to the second page. (laughs) I don't want to put too much shit on one page. People's eyes might gloss over. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing on Earth... This is from the first page. Uh, For some reason, I feel compelled to jump around, kind of, at will. I I think that's in the spirit of this document. Nothing on Earth is more evil than human educated as one. When composed of opposites that cancel out as an entity, in fact, man is the only one evil and will soon erase himself by ignoring cubic four-day creation. If a man cannot tear a page from his Bible and burn it, then he cannot be a scientist or participate in a symposium to measure the cubing of the 
the Earth with cubic intelligence wiser than any man or god known. Educators have destroyed the human analytical brain to a single perspective in spite of all creation within universe being based on opposites, binaries, and antipodes, including the sun-slash-earth binary relative to the... Where did I go? Okay, human... <laughs> male Just fix the next paragraph that you find. <laughs> The University of Michigan is a racist and anti-white institution, offering 20 points for registration if you are not white. It is already evil that they suppress student free speech for discussing and debating nature's harmonic time cube principle. Mm, Integration does not uh, integration equates unnatural racial slop. Racial slop. Rachel Slop. Rachel Slop. I think I went to high school with her. (laughs) Evil educators suppress Time Cube, and dumbass students condone such evil. Cubeless institutions. (laughs) She's an amazing. Which institution has a cube? Also known as everything. You fucking cubeless institution. I knew this was about the Transformers. They're spreaders of evil, and students lack the mentality to change it. I bestow upon myself the doctrine of cubism. (laughs) (laughs) Bet on your resume. Fair enough. For educators are ignorant of nature's harmonic time cube principle and cannot bestow the prestigious honor of wisdom upon the wisest human ever, Dr. Jean Ray. Mm -hmm. I'm a doctor because of the doctorate in cubicism that I just gave myself. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> when he says cubeless institutions, I just picture him like shaking his fist at Epcot Center, <laughs> something like that. Not to imply that be- I know what the hell he's talking about, but just... <laughs> if you believe the academic erroneous word God, you will die stupid and evil. For you cannot have the mental freedom to comprehend nature's higher higher order wisdom. And the and the harmonic simultaneous four day time cube. This is all in this okay. So title. from from nature's, it's all a title. You will comprehend nature's higher order wisdom and the harmonic simultaneous four day time cube creation principle within one Earth rotation. That's the title of it. Until word is cornered, educators are liar. By Gene Ray, the wisest human. <laughs> Prove them wrong. <laughs> Any dumbass should know that a prime meridian does not just pass through the Greenwich point. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, in case you guys were wondering, Gene Ray actually has a Wisest Human website as well. I think Lemon just, just comprehended know, the time cube and ascended to a higher plane. You know, this whole this whole time cube is all amazing, but for some reason my favorite part of this is... The punchline for me at the end is his email address. Is email the author, oray612959 at earthling.net. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, oh shit, where was I? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I just blinked where black. Where was I? I'm, I was, well, so I was in the, uh, I was in dimension three, or sorry, time three. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Is that is that when uh, Einstein has midday, Clinton's have sunup, Socrates has midnight, and Jesus has sundown? Yes, yes, that is that is correct. Uh, and uh, and uh, women wear boxers and men wear panties. And it's not like a sex thing. That's just what happens in that in that time. Yeah, no, I get. It. <laughs> that's I get what, it. that's what happens when you go through a black right, keyhole. Yeah. Anyway, crossing the equator at two opposite points, dividing the Earth into two halves of light and darkness with its own twenty-four hour rotation, are a single rotation of the Earth. Are you aware that harmonic symmetry demands a second great circle meridian to create sunup and sundown corner quadrants? Are you yes. aware of that? 
Okay, you good. Just told me. <laughs> I'm the wisest human. There are four simultaneous 24-hour days within a single rotation of the Earth. You may be too damn evil to accept it. There are only three simultaneous 24-hour days within a single rotation of the Earth. Let's say as I twist my damn mustache. Damn you, Goldfinger! <laughs> um, uh, but by the way, you you uh, the, you mentioned the site thewisesthuman.com, uh, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which Gene also owns. I will read thewisesthuman.com in its entirety. The wisest human to ever live on the earth. HTTP www.timecube.com. <laughs> oh, he, he really figured out how to get concise there. All done. So if people Google the wisest human, that's what they'll find. <laughs> uh, this one actually wasn't made in... Uh, it was it was not made in Microsoft Word. Anyway, sorry, I'm going back to... Okay, above God, your father was a fish. You evolved. <laughs> yeah. You evolved from an egg laid in water, fertilized by a sperm fish swimming upstream, just as salmon swim upstream to fertilize female egg laid in the water. Maybe you should worship a fish god. Oh shit! <laughs> that, that paragraph makes the most yeah. sense of anything he's written Damn. so far. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, there. Here's an email that he posts just in a random place. Subject, time, time cube is proven by teacher. Date, whatever, from somebody to Ray. Okay, dear Mr. Ray, for a year now I have studied your time cube truths, but I have not been able to convince others of its reality. Parentheses, dumbasses, parentheses. Mm-hmm. My mother is a teacher, and she said it was nutty and stupid. But guess what? I cornered her, literally. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I oh, God. Yeah. I, I killed her. her into it. I turned her in a 90-degree angle. Um, I cornered her, literally, in the living room one evening and forced her to admit it. Not sure what it is. She wouldn't make eye contact with me. She was fixated on the knife point. Admit that you cornered her? I cornered you! Uncle! In in order to get her teaching certificate, she had to sign an affidavit saying that she would uphold the Greenwich myth until death. I shit you not. It has been revealed. American teachers are sworn to fight against the truth of the time cube. Transfer interrupted. Font greater than. (laughs) Think of how much text was lost with that one broken tag. (laughs) It's probably in the code, Ben. It is in the code. Uh, I thought that was the email. I thought that was the email being cut off by the non-time cube overlords. Possibly. Uh, I think Cubus, I am wisest. You think self. You are evil. Your professors are stupid, evil liars, and fear the time cube truth. Just uh, you know, cutting to the meat of it right there. <laughs> just letting you know. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, let me just uh, uh, and then and then I think I just want to summarize this whole thing with um, uh, some some uh, daily affirmations. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Gonna get positive now. Yeah. I'm tired of being Humans... called stupid and evil. <laughs> right. Well, let me just one more time, but then we'll get to the affirmations. <laughs> just, just so you know, because it's like uh, it's like uh, what was that shit? Um, uh, Est, Est, the the cult uh, that became the forum. Uh, it's about breaking you down so that we can build you back up. Okay. So, so humans are the only educated, stupid animal and too dumb to even know it. Interracial marriage is stupid and evil, for it creates a child of not either race, betraying the child and both races. Educators don't know black from white. Okay, so here's some things uh, to remember in the morning when you get up. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
I want you to look in the mirror and say to yourself, you are the lowest form. Okay. (laughs) You can't procreate alone. I am the lowest form. I can't procreate alone. Correct. You destroyed the village. I destroyed the village. You destroyed the family. I destroyed the family. You destroyed childhood. I destroyed childhood. You destroyed naturalism. I destroyed destroyed naturalism. naturalism. That's why you've been busy. You don't know the truth. I don't know the truth. You pitiful, mindless fools. I pitiful, mindless mindless fool. You are educated stupid. I am educated educated stupid. stupid. You worship cubeless word. I I worship worship cubeless cubeless word. word. You are your own poison. I am my own poison. poison. You create your own hell. I create create my my own own hell. hell. You must seek the time cube. I I must seek the time time cube. cube. All right, so there. Didn't it work? Don't you... Don't you... Please you like the time cube now? Are you into it? Are evil to deny time cube debate. Academic ignoring of time cube equates evil. Word worship. Educators beget stupid students. Students are brainwashed and do not know it. Students are taught to be stupid and don't care. Word there we go. Yeah. Students believe any crap they're taught. Stupid students unable to evaluate time cubes. Stupid. Destroy Harvard robot minions. Jack Jack is slowly morphing into a into a metal singer. All right, Portex. <laughs> now uh, that we have a greater consciousness, what can you bring us? All right, so I have three short, completely unrelated posts on the internet. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, that will give you an idea that the internet has been crazy, uh, is still crazy, and will be crazy oh, forever. Okay, that sounds great. So, yeah. So this first post is one of my favorite things that I ever saw on Portal of Evil. Um, most people. Uh, know it as uh well you'll okay. see this is a woman who has a dream that's a specific goal okay. in life okay. okay all right so uh and uh i'm just going to read it the way it was typed out <laughs> well it was typed out in all caps hold on but... let me let me turn yeah, down it is. My, yeah my that's, that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> all right so hi my name is carol and i'm a 21 year old college student studying to become a teacher of exceptional disabled children I'm a high myope, and I wear glasses with thick plastic lenses. Although I used to wear contact lenses at times, I've decided to give them up altogether in favor of my glasses. I'm also a bona fide DBE, double below elbow amputee wannabe. Yes, that means I really do want to have both my hands and both my wrists amputated about eight inches above the elbows. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it was only recently that I have finally come to fully understand the extent of my desire to become a real DBE amputee. When I was three years old, I met a young man who was completely missing all four of his fingers on right hand. Lucky bastard. Ever since that time, I've been absolutely fascinated by amputees, most especially women amputees who are missing their hands or their arms or who wear hook prosthesis. <laughs> Ever since I can remember, I've constantly dreamed and fantasized about becoming a real amputee oh, yeah. myself, especially a real DVE amputee who wears twin body powered prosthesis with matching Dorrit's number 5X stainless steel hooks. <laughs> Since I have previously thought that my obsession about becoming a real DVE amputee was unnatural, i.e. wrong, immoral, and it's decent, in the Bible. like coveting thy neighbor's husband or coveting thy neighbor's goods, I always used to hide my feelings from everyone. I say used to because my whole life has now changed quite significantly. Yay! Yay! 
Just this past August, Rob, my fiancé, we are planning for a wedding for July 14th, 2001, introduced me to his former girlfriend, Debbie, a real DBE amputee who wears beautiful twin body power prosthesis with Dorrance number 5X stainless oh steel Yay! Rocks. That's a hell of a woman right there. Yeah, Debbie, the DBE. Debbie, who is about five years older than... Yeah, Debbie, DBE. The story's real. Debbie, who is about five years older than me, had to have both her hands amputated about ten years ago as a result of a tragic accident that happened when she was carelessly playing with some fireworks. She and I quickly became very good friends, and I soon revealed to her my desire to become a real DBE amputee and have a pair of my beautiful stainless steel prosthetic hooks instead of my two real hands. I really want to be just like that. I said that to her, she stabbed me in the neck with her fucking hooks. I would give anything to have my hands back, you bitch. I really want to see that conversation, the conversations so, they'd have. She's like, ever since I've had my hooks, it's been hard to deal with. So, then we get oh, yeah, to the that. second half of the story. Oh, 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 oh good. Uh, <clears throat> I now fully understand that all of the challenges that I will have to face as a woman who will have to have twin hooks instead of two real hands, and I can't wait to begin yeah, facing wait, them. What? I am absolutely 100% positive that I will be able to meet and overcome all of those many challenges I have already planned... How to get my double blow, double blow elbow amputations at the same time. My twin amputations will occur as the result of a tragic accident. What? That will completely and permanently sever both my hands about eight inches below my elbows so that no doctors will be able to save and reattach my severed limbs. My tragic accident will happen just before my graduation from college in May of 2001, which will also be just before my 22nd birthday. So I'll celebrate both my graduation from college and my 22nd birthday in the hospital as a new DBE Yay! Yay! Oh, doctor, I just fell on this bandsaw twice. Yeah. <laughs> This makes me feel a few short months after <laughs> whatever. A few short months after that, I hope to begin my career in the field of special education as a new teacher who will not only is a very high myope but wears beautiful glasses with thick lenses. For those of you who remember that episode. Yeah. But who also is a new DBE amputee who wears beautiful twin body power prosthesis with Dorrance number five X stainless steel Ooh, hooks. Unfortunately, schools do background checks. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I'll be a disabled teacher whose job will be to teach disabled no, children. I know that most people will say, You're out of your mind after they visited this website. I can fully understand their opinion of me. Of course, I must totally disagree with them. I am not asking anybody to agree with my decision to become a real DBE amputee. All I'm asking is that everybody understand that I want to live my life just the way that I want, and that I want to live my life with just the body that I want. I honestly do want to live the rest of my life as a real DBE amputee who wears beautiful twin body power prosthesis with Norrance number 5 stainless steel hooks. My new life without my my hands is awaiting uh, me. No. So just cut off your hands. Hey, when, when people hey, say you're out of their mind, they don't mean they disagree with your choices. They mean you are fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, sincerely, Carol, soon to be a real DBE amputee. P.S. I'm only about 60 days until I should become a real DBE amputee, and it's only about 120 days until I should be able to start wearing beautiful twin <laughs> body power prosthesis with Dorrance number 5X stainless oh steel hooks. God. I can hardly wait. Jesus Christ. So also, I forgot like, to say, no insurance companies read this. <laughs> so Carol did about two lines of coke and then wrote this whole post. So, uh... Fuck it, I'm gonna do it! Was that like a preamble before reading about the crazy people, or...? 
No, that was just that was just for fun. Now let's get to the crazy people. <laughs> crazy you know, the, the next the next part just goes into like I guess an old website of just more of her like I don't know making a website about pictures. Yep. But I'd really love it if the next post was just like her, like her slamming the keyboard with her claws <laughs> with her hooks. <laughs> 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 Internet. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this next thing is something from uh, something awful. Yay! Okay. Uh, Isfahan might be aware of it. I, I'm not going to read the um, the responses to it. This is just a, a fam- infamous post from uh, something okay. awful. Well, so the, the first thing was somewhere around 2000, 2001. When would this have been from? Do you know? Yeah, late 90s. This would this would be this is about 2002. So yeah, that was that first thing was about late 90s. This is about 2002. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm something awful. I'm a goon named New New. Sound fun. And um. I want to I want to buy a thing. Okay, that's that's normal. <laughs> You're fine. I'm looking yeah. I'm looking for a bento box. It can't be pinku. That's Japanese for pink or any girl color. It has to be of two or more kotoba. That's Japanese for two compartments what? What? and it has to be chibi small what? Why size. Cuz he Cause he's Never mind. Japanese in his soul probably. Japan. Mm. Yeah. And it has to be really kawaii. Fuck you! <laughs> it can only be cute if it's pink, right? Yes. No, it can't no, be it pink. Can't, it can't be pink. Can't be pinku. Yeah, but it has to be cute. Also, it, as in the Stephen King book, I guess, because it's <laughs> capitalized, has to be about 10 to 20 bucks. That's, that's, that's the internet for bucks. What's the, oh, what's the yes. yen? Gotcha. <laughs> And you have to post pics of it first. I want to make sure it's kawaii. Remember, that mm-hmm. means cute. And it would be nice if it came with matching chopstick oh holder Jesus with chopsticks. God. Oh, and it cannot have any cartoon what? pictures or be made out of oh, plastic. It has to be made of ceramic <laughs> or something like that. Also, I don't think you know how Japan works. <laughs> Are you- <laughs> no, no, no. I think actually he has a better understanding of how Japan works than any of you do. Because he's at least being extremely specific about what he wants. Fair right? enough. Yeah. I, call, I called Japan and I said, give me bento box. And they said, Nani? what? And hung up on me. <laughs> they just didn't understand also, what was Japanese for bento box. All right. <laughs> I'll, I told him not to be pinko. Also, it would be nice if it was made in Japan. Yeah. And not in China or Soria, also known as Korea, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I have found a bento box similar to the one I'm describing in E-Bay, but it was one Kotoba, and I don't want my Gohan rice to touch my other things. It can get wet, and I would not like that. Plus, two compartments looks more kawaii. And it has to be PayPal. Please contact me at MSN Messenger at blah, 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 or email me. You can also reply here, but I would rather if you message me because it's just faster that way, and I don't think I would check this topic out. Are you reading out. this one, reading this one specifically remember. to hurt me? <laughs> okay. Yes. It's revenge time. Now remember, <laughs> Lemon, it can't be pink or any uh. girly color. It has to be small. Has to be of two or more compartments. I don't know what that means since I didn't write yeah. it in Japanese first. <laughs> Can't be made of plastic. Can't have drawings of cartoon characters. Cartoon-roo. It can have cute little designs, though. What? Should come with matching chopstick holder with chopsticks. 
Should be of cute shape what? like an oval. Pretty cute. It's Transaction a- must be through PayPal. <laughs> Can't be... <laughs> Can't be more than $20. Thanks in advance! <laughs> P.S. I know it might seem like I'm asking for a lot, but bento boxes come in a lot of different shapes and stuff. I saw one just like the one I'm asking for on E minus Bay for a buy it now price of fifteen, but it only had one compartment. Oh, um, I want yeah, two or more. So now a rational person would probably have taken that and linked the one that they had found, saying, "Hey, I really like yeah. this, and I would like you know something similar, but I kind of wanted two compartments." Does anybody know of one like that? <laughs> No. See, I had to I had to explain it with really weird, fake, poorly translated Japanese, and then restate everything I just said mm-hmm. in a list. Okay, good. That makes so sense. So you can know where. But you didn't mention it. I yeah. don't know if you mentioned in the list that this thing that you want to be a box needs to be an oval. <sighs> it's a bento box. box. Co- Gaijin does it need? <laughs> All of them. I scroll down to the bottom. Apparently, uh, FYAD got a hold of this guy, so uh, they gave him the good treatment. (laughs) Good deal. (laughs) This guy's probably the reason that Helldump got started. (laughs) Probably. Um, There's Uh, there's one last thing. Uh, I can link link this to you. Uh, This is fairly recent. Um, I don't think anyone would be able to read this, because you guys don't own Pinku Bento Box. What the fuck? But, uh... This is from the Japanese Yahoo Answers. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, fortunately, one of my friends uh, translated oh, yeah. it for me. And this is this is oh. apparently an incredibly famous post from Japanese Yahoo Answers from a couple of few years ago. Oh, okay. It is titled, Whenever I come home, my wife pretends she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I would have questions. Yeah. Help yeah. me out, Internet. Whenever I come home. My, whenever I Sorry. come home, my wife pretends she's dead. What could this mean? One day I came home, opened the front door, and my wife was on the floor. It surprised me at first, but then she started doing it every day. What? So I got used to it, to the point where I'd go, come on, wake up. Okay. Yeah. But the one day, she had fake blood streaming out her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> okay. A week after that, her white shirt was covered in fake blood. <laughs> hmm. Is she running out of ideas lately? Or is she so bored that it's affecting the way she thinks? She, yeah, she has so little to do in a day. <laughs> Why don't you ask her? I don't know. She's had an arrow stuck through her head. <laughs> She's worn a plastic bag over her head. She was still breathing, so it was completely fogged up. <laughs> okay. And today, she was dressed as a soldier who died an honorable death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now she's just making it fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I, guess I don't think she's lacking originality like you claim. <laughs> Man, she's, she's fucking selling it. Naturally, I walked right past her. What does my wife want me to do? And where does she want to go from here? I have no idea. Someone please tell me. Why don't you ask her? I don't know, man. As, as I write this, she's making dinner with an arrow through her head. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't care. I think your straight man response to it is kind of making it for her. <laughs> Maybe you're so the fact that, that you're not you responding at all is most of the fun. I had to... Okay, I went back and I edited because there's some little extra information you guys okay. need to know. I'm surprised by, a lar- by the large amount of answers. Early spring, she had Bonito written out as a dying message, and we had Bonito for dinner that night. I praised her for her creativity. <laughs> However, 
The next day, she was dressed as a dead clown, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it took a lot of effort to get the makeup off. So, Toji, how's the wife? Uh, she's into costumes? <laughs> It seems she purchased the soldier uniform from an army shop. I told her not to waste yeah. money. So today, she was eaten by some creature I believe she meant to be an alligator. <laughs> this is awesome. You know what? You know what? I like this girl. She's great. So, this is awesome. Yeah, so apparently all the... Pretty much all the responses were apparently that like, Oh, she just wants to make you happy. She's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> So, just to let everyone know that the internet is still nuts, and uh, apparently this type of weirdness is just happening on the other side of the internet, too. So. Amazing. <laughs> We're united with our Japanese brothers in the League of Goofy Bullshit. <laughs> well, that was cheery at the end. I enjoyed yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I'd marry her. She seems fun. I like how it's a creature she, she we assume was supposed to be an alligator, so some totally shitty like fake monster. <laughs> yeah, but she tried, man. She was. But she I was... guess. <laughs> I just picture him like walking in, and then him just trying to stare at the monster, and then she just kind of looks up. And it's like it's supposed to be an alligator. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm, I'm basically picturing that he comes home to Guar every night. <laughs> do, you, do you need to be alone with that image? Welcome home! Are you trying to tell me you, you want to go to a Guar concert? Yeah. <laughs> Dear, is that what I'm hearing? I hate this Windows Vista tonight. Blue screens. And I've hated this Windows Vista all my life. Crashes. Can you hate this Windows Vista tonight? Blue screens. Crashes. <laughs> oh, Lemon. Can you believe? Of our hundredth episode, can you believe how crazy this internet is? I just can't. Wow, this special one hundredth episode gives us all of the hits of the past. Oh man, I can't wait for more. You don't have to wait because if you listen to the second half of the episode, you'll get more hits from more fantastic F Plus readers. Wow, what would you pay for all of these hits of the internet? A hundred thousand gajillion dollars. Okay, well then mail that to me, and then listen to the next free episode. <laughs> also, more poor tax. So yeah. just hit stop, play up the next one, do it. I hate Yay. Bye. Ra 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 ra. Blue screens. I've hated this Windows Vista all my life. Crashes. I hate this Windows Vista tonight. Blue screens. I've hated this Windows Vista all my life. 
Coming up in part two of the F Plus 100 episode spectacular just announced. Huska do. Huska. No. No, they're not real. None of them. Uh, I spent a lot of time on this. <laughs> well, then I guess you can keep going. Rage Against the Skashin. They'll be there, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. They'll totally be there. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> So keep listening for part two. All right. Yeah. Yeah.